Here's a light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. Now, of course, all of us workers would love a four-day work week, or maybe you're at a business now where you are currently doing a four-day work week, and hey, it's pretty good. So I hear. Uh, but apparently it's great for companies as well. The world's largest pilot program of a four-day work week to date has come back with some interesting statistics. The study was fairly wide, reaching 3,000 employees across 61 companies in the United Kingdom of various sizes, industry, and uh, different varieties. And this was ran between June and December last year. The stats are back, and 92% of the organizations have decided to stick with the four-day work weeks. New Zealand-based non-for-profit four-day week global has been conducting these pilots around the world. The UK study, which they ran between June and December last year, is the largest. Workers agree to use a 180-100 model, which means they receive 100% of their pay for 80% of the time, but commit to 100% of the output. Bloomberg Magazine notes that while these studies are well-designed, they aren't randomized because the companies volunteer into the program. Now, the all-important data, revenue rose by an average of 1.4% for the industries that committed to this UK study. Staff turnover dropped by 57%. Employees loved it with 90% saying they would definitely continue with it and 15% claiming no amount of money would motivate them to go back to a five-day work week. Employees reported less burnout, 71% saying they felt less burnt out. 43% said improved their mental health. Greater satisfaction with their time was at 73% and 55% said they had a greater increase in their abilities at work. Interestingly, uh, women generally reported greater improvements while men were able to contribute to their households more, with 27% of men saying that they spent more time caring for their children than they normally would have. Now, what did people use their extra time for? I know you might be asking that. Well, hey, I've got the answers right here. And uh, not other paid work. No, not at all. Instead, they took on extra leisure activities, hobbies, or of course, that all-important housework. And while that may not sound fun, one participant told Bloomberg Magazine the life-changing model allowed them to get their chores done on Friday and actually enjoy two days off, which they never had before doing a uh, five-day work week. So there you go. Maybe you are a business that is doing a four-day work week or you're an employee at a business doing a four-day work week. Love to hear from you. 676-2929. Love to hear your thoughts on it. 643, that is the feed here at 92.9. Mediator Sarah Blake joins me for a chat. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you this morning? Yeah, very well, very well. Hey, going to chat about... Well, mums can be brutal in the schoolyard. I I don't have kids, but I hear all the horror stories from other mums. Once or twice I've had to pick up kids from schoolyards and I've seen it from other parents and witnessed it firsthand and kind of got, I'm glad in a way I'm not part of that. Mums can be brutal about anything, but they can be very judgmental when it comes to the school lunchbox, can't they? 
Oh, look, there's a lot of judgment that can go into school lunchboxes, but it's not just parents. What we're starting to see is a bit of judgment coming from schools as well, from teachers. It's like you just can't get it right when <laughs> you're trying to be healthy or if you're trying to keep your kids happy. There's just no happy happiness anywhere. <laughs> no, and, and I mean, when it comes to like food and health and all of that, there's a thou- yeah. everyone's got an opinion on it as well, don't they? everyone's got an opinion and everybody's an expert and everybody thinks that they know what's right. And it can make it really confusing. And if you're a parent who's just trying to do the right thing, um, it can make it very stressful in terms of what you put into the lunchboxes and isn't the right thing. There was a story recently where a parent got put up got told off by the school for putting a muffin in their kid's lunchbox. And, uh, you know, I I feel really sorry for parents who just think they're trying to do the right thing. And, And also quick and easy right we yeah. work we're busy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds good to me i like the muffin i bet you that kid whoever that kid is that got the muffins uh-huh. probably the happiest kid in the school as well oh, i imagine my, you'd think so look you know there's pressure i see these facebook groups about parents sharing pictures of the inside of their lunch boxes we know that's been around for a while yeah. they cut their their sandwiches into people and stars and yeah. you look that's great if you've got time to do that yeah. and and you enjoy it fantastic your kids love it but when we look back on our childhood, I'm pretty sure we don't look back and compare what was in each other's lunchboxes. We don't remember that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a, unless you're swapping. Unless there, <laughs> unless there was that kid. Oh, we had one in our group who, for whatever reason, he hated roll-ups. Yeah. But his mum always gave him roll-ups, and I hated whatever I got. So we used to swap. I used to give him my little snack or whatever it was, and he'd give me the roll-up, and we're all happy. We were good. That Everyone's was, fine. That was, the, that was about the only comparison we ever had. Um, yes. It, it was easy. It was, it was nice and easy. Yeah, it was. Look, and I get it because there's a lot of concerns about healthy eating. We yeah. know how much yeah. healthy eating helps us learn better. But we also know there's rising costs. So it gets expensive yeah. to do all the healthy stuff as well. So it's a, you know, we're stuck in a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And what I think too adds that layer of pressure is when you get your school saying, say, you can't do that. So there's a real blurring of, well, you don't have, you don't have the authority to tell me what I can or can't do with my kids' food. So I think it's really important for parents, one, to park the judgment, whether it's with other parents, whether it's with the school, whether it's a teacher judging a parent, because none of us know what the other people are dealing with. And as long as the kids have enough food and are happy and mm. able to learn, sometimes I think that's enough. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Anything else that parents can do to try and stop the 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 school lunchbox bullying, if we put it like that? <laughs> yeah, look, don't see your photos online. Honestly, it just adds pressure to each other. Don't feel judged by people putting stuff online. If you get someone talking to you, whether it's a teacher or a school or a fellow parent, try to resist having a fight about it. Just say, look, you're, you're welcome to your opinions, but please just let me parent the way I'd parent. Don't make it into a big drama. Just kind of let it slide off your back. Yeah. Um, put some boundaries in place. Otherwise, it will make the many years of schooling we have to go through, yeah. very tension-filled. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that, that flows onto a lot of stuff that parents might put up with, with their kids going to school, not just necessarily lunchboxes, but other judgments as well. Uh, look, I think that as I've got two young boys, so I, I'm in the midst of all of this. Yeah. And as parents, we feel a lot of pressure. And 
I think that we feel deeply for our kids and we want to be doing the right thing. And that sometimes means we get overly emotional, sometimes means that we don't listen very well. Um, And sometimes it means that we end up um, having a lot of tension between parents or schools. So I think sometimes we just have to keep in perspective, hey, what really matters here? What really matters is providing a safe, secure place for our kids, Mm. working in partnership with our school. You don't have to be friends with all the other parents, right? As long as your kids are happy, you know, you don't have to be friends with them all. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, exactly. No, that's it. You've nailed it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Sarah, some fantastic advice there. Thank you so much. Cheers. Good luck to all the parents out there, right? Just park that judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And do do your kids come back with the uh, all all their food consumed, or do you clean out their uh, their lunch their their uh, school bags at school holidays and get some surprises? (laughs) <laughs> oh, look, we, there's always a little bit of both. Some weeks are better than, than other weeks. Today, my son got a lunch order because it's his birthday. So, oh, you know, yeah. you, you spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Sarah. Take care. That is OMC How Bizarre. A 20 past eight here at 92.9. Happy Thursday. We're here. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM Havel, the 2022 plate clearance. On now, lots of bonuses to be had. Corner of Hercules and Bridge Street, West Tamworth. For all the details, see the team in store there. We had Vicky write in on our Facebook page. She works in hospitality and she says, what is it? Is it bacon and egg roll or egg and bacon roll? I can't work it out. You ask your listeners. So that's exactly what we're doing. What is it? Is it bacon and egg roll? Is it egg and bacon roll? Stephen says he's made plenty of them during his 40 years in the trade, and it's got to be bacon and egg roll. Uh, Tom, egg and bacon if the egg is on top of the bacon, and bacon and egg if the bacon is on top. Gee, something you've... You've given that some thought. See that this is why we ask you guys, because otherwise I would have never thought of it like that, Tom. Thank you very much. And Vanessa, she writes, could be like the town in Tasmania, could Eggs and Bacon Bay. There's an Eggs and Bacon Bay, apparently, in Tasmania. I don't don't quite think that works with bacon and egg or egg and bacon rolls, but I think, to be honest with you, it goes with the whole alphabet thing that... B comes before E, so therefore bacon and egg rolls off the tongue better than egg and bacon because it's alphabetical order. I mean, you don't say, Rebecca wrote on our Facebook page, you don't say white and black TV, you said black and white TV because the B came before the W, so therefore it's bacon and egg because the bacon comes before the egg. So look, Genius. What do you think, though? Six seven six double two nine tonight. If you can justify your reason why, even better. What do you say? Asking the hard-hitting questions this morning at ninety-two point nine. Non-for-profit organisations. Have you?